Welcome to this week's episode of Roll Like a Girl, where we get confused again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Roll Like a Girl. I am your dungeon master today, Sarah, and I have with me Theron. Hello. Nikki. That would be me. Uh, Lauren. Hi. And Livy. Hey. Hey. So, hello, ladies. Um, before we get into this episode of today, I would like for Miss Livy. Okay. To yeah. Do a recap. I forgot it was me, but okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we were at the sanctuary, and we went over some more stuff with Roz, and she gave Nat a special amulet that will help her find the green stone, and then I offended a bunch of sheep people, (laughs) 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 and (laughs) we went over some more questions with Roz, and then we set out on a three-day journey to the next place that I can't remember the name of. I think we're just calling it the North Woods. No, we're stopping at a city first. Sorry. Creighton? (laughs) Creighton, yes. And um, it's a three-day journey. And the first night, nothing too spectacular happens. Um, The first... Okay, well... (laughs) We had a discussion about <laughs> cupcakes, and there's a specific. specific that was the second night, wasn't involved. it? I thought it was the second night. I you was lie. right, I'm, Sarah. Girl, I'm so sorry. Oh no, I'm so sorry, Livia. Welcome to this then, episode of Roll Like a Girl, where we get confused uh, again. <laughs> we we recorded it like an hour ago. It's been so long. But um, (laughs) second night, Chester starts glowing and Nova immediately like touches him and she has a vision with her dragon friend who I am scrolling up to find the name of. I can just Salivarian. And so Salivarian is like, um, their sacrifice was not in vain. And then she was like, everything will be chill. And then she did a nosedive. And then night three, <laughs> werewolves showed up and attack, uh, attacked us, and we killed them, but Nova got bit, but I think Nat healed me? Yeah. Nat cured me of that curse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's essentially what happened. Oh, we learned that Chester can change form, and he's just been lazy. <laughs> yeah. And he can yeah. <laughs> and he's been lazy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, sorry, Olivia, I ruined your recap. It's fine. Pretty good for off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fantastic. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> my off the top of the head um, ruined it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Also, little note, you guys leveled up to level Yay. five. Yay. Yay. Got some really cool stuff going on. Um, and it, there was questions about whether you wanted to get a another full rest and regain spell slots and stuff like that. Yay! Uh, you definitely did. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Good night, <Again>. everyone. <laughs> uh, so, the third day, uh, you guys sleep in a little bit extra, regain all your health and your spell slots as you needed, and you get up finally and decide it's time to go to Creighton. Hopefully it's not sad like Hadley was. He, <laughs> aka it is. Uh, so, anyways, um, <laughs> you guys are traveling the road, and you can see far off in the distance, Creighton. Um, there's tall wooden walls. It's like it's a it's fortified. Uh, there's um, a checkpoint before you reach into the town. And you see, uh, yes, the center checkpoint. Uh, there's guardsmen uh, stationed at what is obviously a checkpoint. They've got uh, a small number of crew, but mostly dogs are with them as well. Uh, the town of Creighton is shrouded behind the wall of timbers. 
There are sentries that are spaced across the wall to keep a careful eye over the town and those who enter it. As you approach, you notice that there is a large gate drawn shut. Uh, standing in front of the gates is your checkpoint again. Uh, fully armed guards. They watch very carefully as you approach. And you see behind them a strange contraption. It's like a meat rack, but instead of meat hanging off of it, there's just chains, long chains that just drop to the mm. ground. That's not terrifying. Yeah, no. Uh, the rain is just persistent the entire time as you guys approach. And um, a stout woman steps up um, into the middle of the road as you guys get closer and puts up a hand. You see that she is a dwarven woman. Um, she has red braided hair that is pulled out of her face. There looks to be a nasty wound um, that is just now scarring over her left eye, but her eye is swollen shut. Um, she wears heavy plate mail and has a sword and a bow strapped on her person, but she has not drawn any weapons against you yet. Uh, with her is a socky blue-nosed mastiff dog, and it takes a stand next to her watching you guys. Its cropped ears stand attention, and it starts to sniff the air, but makes no moves towards you. Uh, she grabs onto the dog's collar and holds it in place. And it's basically like a pit bull. It's a stocky dog. And she says, stay right now where you're at, strangers. State your business and your names. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> I am Nova. These are my traveling companions. <laughs> I keep almost saying everybody's real names. <laughs> Uh, and what is your business in Creighton? Um, we're passing through. We're trying to get to the North Forest. We wanted to see what was going on in town. Forget if there was another we reason. also heard that... Wait, hold on. I don't want to say anything if unless I don't remember. Hang on. <laughs> uh, we were going to see about um, our, our associate here as a paladin, and she needed to send word back to her holy orders. Okay. Um, um, we were hoping we could do that from make- here. Percept- uh, oh, sorry. Uh, 19. Nine. 15. Um, so you or. see that she lets go of the dog's collar and tells him to sit. I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of an advantage here. Um, she's not as hostile as she was before, but she's very careful. Um, and she nods her head. She says, very well. If you wish to pass into town first, we must check you. There is a Surgeons of werewolf attacks, and we must not be lenient. All you need to do is pass through this chain of uh, this wall of chains, oh. and we'll let you into the city. It, will this will this tell us if we have the curse? Because we did get attacked by werewolves. Sarah, yes, okay. Can I do um, an Arcana check on these chains as she's yes. talking? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, well, I um. Oh, those chains are magic, Lauren. Um, Those are so magic, you're not sure what they do. Are they silver? They are silver. Okay. Mm. Um, I will, Willow will hop down off her horse immediately with no hesitation and and walk through. So will Nat. Because I didn't, we just had to turn and watch Nova to make sure she doesn't like burst into Nova is nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Nat turns and is like, you should be okay. Okay. Nova's going to try and walk through. Amir's going to wait until Nova's through, but she's watching everyone. (laughs) Yeah, the dogs just are watching. I mean, it's just as much watching you guys as you them. Uh, Nova, you pass through. Nice. Uh, no problem. Um, no tingling. Nothing feels weird about it. It was just kind of weird that you're walking through <laughs> a silver chain. Uh, I'll go ahead and walk through. Okay. Mary, you pass through just fine. And I'm, uh, Well, all of you do. There's really no point in doing it one at a time. Uh, you all pass through just fine. Uh, no problem there. Uh, the dwarven lady meets you on the other side of the chain. Uh, wall and she waves a hand up to the guard post at the top of the tower and the gates start swinging open but it's very slow and she goes I strongly advise against going into the northern woods unless you are prepared to face werewolves um, it, it's not a safe time for anybody to be out there alone uh, smiths here in town that could possibly silver our weapons right now the smiths are busy preparing the Jarl's army the Jarl's what? army what are they, yeah, why <laughs> We are going to mount an attack. Okay. Um, Maybe we should help werewolves. them instead of going off on our own. So we do like to help people. Sure, the Jarl would appreciate it. He, you can find him up at his homestead. He 
it's pretty obvious where he lives. It's the biggest house there, you know, kind of back towards the back wall. Um, he will be there with the head cleric and his advisors. If you introduce yourselves and and show him your intent, he okay. will meet with you. And well, dudes. we thank you for your time. I'm sorry, I did not catch your name. What what was your name? <clears throat> I am Captain Maeve Dora. Thank you, Captain Maeve Dora. Um, we will go seek out the Jarl. And have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this this town is sad for completely for legitimate reasons. reasons. The last Captain of Dora, real fast, has any misses or come from Halde- Hadley? Roll a persuasion check. Twenty three, and then I want an insight as she's mm. talking about it. Yeah, twelve on my insight. Um, Hadley doesn't really talk to us anymore. They've they've been off on their own for the last mm, year, year and a half. Usually they we had open commerce with them, and once they stopped offering anything to us, we stopped trade with them, and it seems legit, Lauren. Okay. Yeah, they seem to be in dire straits right now. That's part of what I wanted to get a message yeah. off about. I wonder if maybe... These- well, So it seems... We all are. <laughs> um, I wonder if yes. we help the Jarl, he'll help Hadley. We could always give it a shot at least. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Um, so the, by this point, the first gate has opened and you guys walk in and there's a portacolis shut in front of you. And so she tells you... That's smart. Um, the mm. portacolis will open once the second, first gate closes fully and completely. Okay. And uh, she wishes you well. And the doors shut behind you guys, but Amira, you notice that the dog is kind of wiggling its stub at you guys. Oh. Am I close to the dog? Yeah, you can totally pet that dog. I'm gonna pet the dog, and she really its, appreciates it. We'll scratch her behind her <laughs> ears, <laughs> and like make kissy faces at it. <laughs> but if someone else notices, I immediately <clears throat> straighten up and yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop. Yeah, you do so. And uh, as soon as the first set of gates completely and totally shut. You can hear some shouting on the wall, and then the portacolis is slowly drawn open. And you guys are in the city. Um, It is busy. As busy as it can be. This is a city um, of about 2,000 people, more or less. Uh, The streets are full of carts uh, being packed up. There are guards that are monitoring the streets, trying to help people where they can. Um, Men are gathering in in open spaces that they can and doing sword practices. People look a little, I mean, they look frazzled. They look a little desperate even, you could say. Um, So are you guys, were you guys headed towards the Jarl? Yeah, can we take a look around and see where his um, house is? Yeah, make a make a quick investigation. Uh, uh, no, you don't even need that. Um, yeah, you can totally see his, his house. If you stay on the main road and you just follow it through town, you see this big, big wooden house. It is obviously going to be his place. It has... Um, okay. The way it comes forward is like a, it's a U-shaped house. He's got a courtyard where there's a fountain coming out of it. Um, and that seems to be like where people are meeting to do... Have discussions. It, it looks like the central place for town and around it are guards and and men who look like they might not be guards or equipped to be guards but they're still they're still carrying weapons uh, men and women both everybody's kind of armed themselves we didn't ask how long this had been going on did we no we didn't okay but we're about to talk to the jarl so so he'll probably know okay um well i guess we'll lead our horses over okay. there uh, you lead your horses up to the house, um, and there is somebody, like a sable hand, that goes out and, and greets you and asks you if he can take his your horses for you. Because we're shiny. pretty shiny. Okay. Um, I guess we're going to take our horses. Um, make sure that Nova has Chester. That's important. And mm-hmm. at this point for travel, Chester has turned himself back into the trinket box. It's probably oh boy, best Chester. he stays that way. Yeah, stay, Chester. 
stay. <laughs> he doesn't know what you mean by staying and just kind of wiggles around, but Great. he stays as a as a trinket box. You can probably put him in a pouch Good. off Good your boy. belt. I do have a question about the horses. Small. Were those like loners, and yeah. like how are we supposed to get them back to the place? They're ours. We have so many horses they, now. They are yours. Okay. Well, they're I want to like sell mine. You do. But we can do that later. <laughs> oh right, because yeah. you have mastered. Okay. Now. <laughs> you can do that later. I just got fine nice. steed. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Um. So, um. Sable hand takes your horses away. And somebody comes out of the house to greet you. It is a middle-aged woman. She's human in nature. And very tall. And she stands proud. And she greets you. She goes, hello, how can I help you? Uh, We're here to see the Jarl. Uh, The Jarl is in very important business meetings right now. Discussing the werewolf plague. Um, Perhaps I can direct you somewhere else or take your concerns down. Well, we're actually here to talk about the werewolf plague, and we'd really like to discuss this with the Jarl. Can I do a persuasion? Yes, you can. 21. Dang, Lauren, your persuasion skills are on, on point today. Nine. Okay, so um, she looks surprised and nods her head. She goes, very well. If you're here to help with the werewolves, I'm sure the Jarl will be pleased to speak with you. Come along. And she turns and just walks into the house. Um, And it pretty much expects you guys to follow. We do. Excellent. With a song, apparently. So this... <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> um, so you walk in and you see that this is an oddly set up house. Uh, immediately, you have a set of stairs that lead up and into a bit of... It, it looks like a mess hall. And at hmm. the back, it looks like that's where the Jarl would normally sit, but he is not there. Um, it's almost throne-like, but not as extravagant as the one in Alphysteria or anywhere else that you've seen. Um, she leads you up the stairs and off to the side. The side has another set of stairs that kind of spiral upwards, uh, into what is considered a war room. There is, she knocks on the door first before she brings you into the war room and goes, My Jarl, I have brought help. I think you would wish to speak with them. And she ushers you in. And uh, whenever you guys get into the war room, you see that there is, of course, a big table. um, And what looks like a map of the town versus the surrounding areas. There's different markers and flags um, sorted out all over across the map. And there are four people in this room. I have a question. Go ahead. Um, What do I know about the relationship between this Jarl and the king in Alvesteria. Is he part of our country? Yes. Okay. He, um, the Jarl reports to the king. Okay. That's, I was just curious. Yeah, that's fine. What you could assume to be the Jarl. Um, he is a tall, dark-skinned man. Um, he has black hair that's pulled back into a, like a half ponytail. And his face is scarred. His hands are scarred. Um, he's wearing heavy armor and has his sword strapped to his side. Um, he stands and straightens up and nods at the woman who brought you guys up and asks, you can leave them here. We'll, we'll have our discussion. And she nods her head and shuts the door behind you. Um, he folds his hand behind his back and you can see, um, as he walks around the table, there are, I'm sorry, there are four other people. Um, Hmm. There is a halfling who looks to be wearing uh, religious garb. And there is an elf woman who is holding herself high um, and proud. And there is another woman who is a half-orc. And she is armored heavily. You said there's four other people or four people total in this room? Four people total. I'm sorry. I oh, can't okay. count, guys. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's okay. I just want to make sure we're <laughs> clarified. And uh, the Jarl has his hand still folded and he asks, And who offers their help to me today? We are four girls in a wagon moving company. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my god, Olivia, I love no. you. No! <laughs> Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Acquaintance. Um, he keeps a very stern face and he goes, can I get your names, please? 
time, uh, no. I think Amir is going to kind of interject. She's like, uh, yeah, um, this is Nova. I'm Amira. <laughs> um, we have Willow and Nat as well. And we would like to offer our assistance in your werewolf epidemic, apparently. And the advisors kind of mutter between themselves and uh, watch the Jarl. Um, and he asks, what do you know of our epidemic? I got bit. No, but no. You got bit? But she was cured. Are you infected? And everybody kind of starts reaching for their weapons right now? (laughs) Well, I mean, I cured her and your city, you know, is not letting anyone in who has a hint of infection. That is very true. I was just worried that there was a leak. Um, You said you are a healer? I am a paladin of Tritharian. Um, Willow is a cleric of blah, blah, water. Sorry. <laughs> chef, <laughs> chef loss. Um, and we're, I, I believe we're both very happy to help however we can. Um, Definitely. At this point, the halfling steps up and he goes, Welcome, sisters of the cloister. Uh, we would appreciate any help that you could offer. Our hands are tied a little bit at the moment, but healing is definitely what we need. He is a cleric of Paylor. Paylor, you know that um, Paylor is a friend to most of the gods, for the, for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, especially to yours, Nat. Um, yes. And this is, you know, werewolf fights are definitely not what Paylor is usually dealing with, but hey, kind of what's got what he's got right now so he seems pretty relieved to see you guys um and he introduces himself he goes i apologize for our rudeness i am known as white lightfoot i am the cleric of paylor's temple here in the town my patrons um are under attack and any help that you sisters can offer we would appreciate and uh at this point the uh woman elf steps forward she goes and i am known as holly silvern and got a druid on her hands there um okay (laughs) (laughs) uh no i'm definitely not a druid um i have studied these werewolves but know nothing as of yet and this is general tamzarda siren and i type that one out baby i've got it (laughs) Like Amira's standing there with her book and she's just writing down their names and she's just kind of Werewolf History One O One. And um and then I bow to the Yarl say forgive me, Yarl. Um we are not from this area. I I do not know your name. I'm going to put it in the chat for you because I'm such a nice Yarl. <laughs> Thank you, Yarl. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Emrose Shaynor. Okay. And, uh, go ahead. No, I'm waiting for him to finish. (laughs) And what, what have you all to offer? Well, we were able to take down two of the werewolves on our way to town. Um, so fighting capabilities, healing capabilities, and just general assistance. Um, how long ago did these werewolf attacks started? The half-orc woman steps forward. And she says, the werewolf attack has started... Uh, three nights ago. We were not expecting, we didn't even know there were werewolves in the area. They were just rumors, you know, legends that we, or, you know, bedtime stories for children to make sure they stayed in bed. Uh, The first attack we had was three nights ago. Uh, Our local farmers are gone. The crops destroyed. The animals taken. Hmm. So, hmm, has something happened in town to change has a major change occurred in town that would be in relation to these persuasion please don't fail me 15 no nothing in town has changed inside 19 nothing in town has changed Uh, damn it (laughs) they seem to fully believe their statement okay (laughs) are they coming out of the north woods or are they you know. The attacks have been coming from the Northwoods. Uh, we haven't had any problems uh, from the direction of Hadley. Um, it all seems to be coming from the Northwoods for sure. 
it's escalated up to the point where we are afraid of travelers on the roads, which is why I'm surprised that you have made it, but that means we're doing our guard work duty correctly. Well, we're pretty powerful, so, you know, nothing to sneeze at. We're kind of a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. You would be able to help us with our scouting missions. We don't know... We'd be happy to. We don't know where their base is located at. We don't know what's escalated the attacks. But we fear that they may be turning people. We, um, the werewolves we encountered just um, last night very close to town, to the south. Um, w- one of them was a halfling, uh, which seems unusual. Um, the advisors start murmuring to themselves, and finally um, Wyatt asks, was it a woman? It was. And he describes her. Um, did she have black hair? Did, was her hair in a braid? Did she have freckles? Like He do- goes into the description, and you can recall, yes, that was the same woman. Can I do it inside just to, like, unread on the room? Yes. That's a natural 20. They are, um... Like, what are you looking for? I'm just trying, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to make sure that they're giving us all the information that we're asking for, like, to the full capability. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the questioning, the line of questioning that Wyatt is is giving, um, he it sounds like he knows the woman. Um, okay. He's one of his par- uh, patrons that had gone missing, um, and is just concerned about the well-being of his his people. Was she one of the outlying farm stutters? She was. Um, <laughs> we had only talked okay. four days ago, four nights ago about her upcoming marriage. Um, and then she was taken. Well, that's tragic. It's very tragic. Um, okay. Sorry, Sarah. Amira's just very suspicious of everyone Yeah, now. no, they... Especially since with the fucking Claire, or the church and the Hadley. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, 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 it's cool. Um, this, this specific cleric is giving off a lot better vibes than you got from Mother Catherine. Okay. Um, you know that he has the best interest of his people, of his townspeople, uh, at heart. And, I, and like, it, no one else in the room seems uncomfortable by asking us asking a bunch of questions, right? Um, the general does, but that's because she doesn't know you, we think. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, um... Well, how can we, how can we help you? What, what do you need from us right now? We are capable fighters... Um, Sister Nat and I are both healers. What can we do for your city? Um, right now, we need to... It, it's midday, by the way, so this is why I'm going into this. Um, tonight, we need to bar down and make sure everybody is home. Uh, we need a lot of comfort in the town, a little bit more of peace of mind, so we can get through the night uneventfully. Tomorrow, we scout. We've been following the patterns. We know that the werewolves only move and strike during the night. Um, A small scouting party will be sent out tomorrow morning uh, and see what we can find in the woods. We didn't notice that it was like the full moon or anything last night, did we? No. Okay. That's weird. I mean, I think that we're well-suited both for morale boosting and scouting in the morning. Yeah, (laughs) I, I agree. Morale boost tonight, scout in the morning. <laughs> guys have a very busy schedule as heroes. <laughs> it's just that hero life, yo. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Um, um, and why we'll say um, we are holding holding a, a prayer tonight um, and a vigil for those that we keep losing. Uh, we've brought all farmers into the walls. Uh, hunters are not allowed to go out and gather and we are afraid that our food supply will run short if we are not careful. We could go to the lake and uh, fish, but there is concerns about safety um, at this time. So, if you wish to join us at the vigil tonight, you can um, get to know some of the town folk uh, and just offer a peace of mind. Of course. Uh, we'd be happy to. Thank you. 
Uh, oh, and the R will go into spleen. Um, tomorrow morning for the scouting party, Tem Sarda will be leading the mission herself. Uh, and she steps forward again this time. She says, <clears throat> If you wish to join, which I'm expecting you to, you will be meeting us at the gate. There will be a small number of us going out, but I do not wish to separate us, if at all possible. Yeah. Thank you, General. We'll meet you there. Do you need any silver weapons? Uh, yes. Some of us do. I would <laughs> um, either like to have my longsword silvered, or if I may, borrow one if you have something available. Yes. Um, our blacksmiths are working on it right now, and she um, looks to the elven woman and nods at her, who she then picks up a pad of paper, marks something down. She writes very quickly with her quill and hands, uh, rips off the paper and hands it to Nat. And she says, this will get you all the supplies that you need for tomorrow's scouting. It is, um... It's a loan, so, so to say, that the uh, blacksmiths can give you, or silver, your weapon, whichever you prefer. Okay, great. Um, would it be helpful if we, you know, just paid for stuff? We have some money, and if the town is in such trouble... Yeah, I'm happy to. We can discuss that. Um, if you prefer to pay for it, then do so. They would definitely appreciate it, but because this is... Um, an effort into going to protect in our town. We will not expect you to. Cool. All right. Um, you have a freebie if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess we will um, take our leave. If leave. Um, Jarl, if I may. Yes. Hadley has found itself in also a bit of a disposition. Um. If we were able to assist you with the werewolves, would you be willing to assist Hadley, potentially? Make a persuasion roll. <laughs> well, my really life is going to run out of, of you, man. Yeah, I know. Um, he kind of narrows his eyes. He says, Hadley, Hadley has offered nothing to us in our time of need. We've sent them letters and they've sent us replies. No, they will not help us. They cannot afford to help us. What do we owe to Hadley? Well, it would help if we got rid of the person who has Hadley under their control right now, but I understand. Hadley is under the sway of a corrupt cleric, but I don't know if that is relevant to the current situation here. Um, Make a persuasion roll at advantage, Nat. It's a 22. That really recovered that one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, The Earl looks kind of... I mean, he looks a little alarmed. He goes, a corrupt cleric? Yes, there is a cleric there named Mother Catherine. She claims to be a follower of Torm or Helm or something. Which was it? Helm. A follower of Helm. But I am not convinced that that's entirely above board and she certainly has been draining the townsfolk for every cent they're worth and maybe turning some of them to sheep i'm just gonna maybe that's true um why looks concerned and he says i will send word to the helm leaders uh and let them know but surely my lord we can offer them some form of of help after we take care of this. And the Jarl uh, sighs and kind of looks a little bit frustrated. He goes, yes, if if that is what needs to be done, then so be it. But first, Creighton, then we'll talk about Hadley. Of course. Hmm. Hmm? Uh, I just don't like his attitude, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't either. <laughs> Okay. Uh, any more questions for the war room? Not at present. Nope. Okay. No. I figure that we can get uh, like quick what they know on the way to our scouting mission tomorrow. We don't really need that right now. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Amira? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a question for you, and I'm I'm asking this because is this in Amira's 
personality, would she take down the map of the war room, of the of the war table? As much as she could. Okay, I oh, figured. Lord. I was just curious. But, like, it, try not to be obvious, you know, obvious no, about it. Well, if they were worried about it, they would have stopped you. So, basically, you guys have a rough map of the local area. Okay. Which may or may not be helpful. We shall see. And, um, Wyatt looks at the table, or looks at the room and goes... We must break now. It's close to dinner. I will take these fine ladies back to the to the church and we will have our meals there. If okay. you don't mind. Okay. So, um, as we're walking back, um, I'm going to have a conversation with the group. So, tonight, we need to help make sure that this town stays safe against a werewolf attack. Right. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow we're doing the scouting party, right? Mm-hmm. So, what if we heavily injure one of the wolves, but let it get away so that way we can track it easier in the morning if it leads us to its den or whatever it is that werewolves stay at? Don't werewolves regenerate their health? Like, they don't they heal themselves? I don't know. I do. From, from my research of, of werewolves that I shared earlier, I will tell you that they... They do like, regenerate. They do rege- so we won't be able to like, follow a trail of blood or anything. Let's wrap a ribbon around one of them. We're going to tag one ear, and then we're yes. just going to use our... Um, <laughs> <laughs> magic tracking device. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least if we heavily injure one and it runs back to its den, then we could at least track it. Like, not necessarily its blood because it would regenerate but if it's frantic to get back it's gonna be a little bit more careless getting back you know what i mean sure um i actually turned to brother wyatt and ask him if the last several nights if the werewolves actually been attacking the town itself or just the outlying area and just the outlining area um no attack on the walls have been attempted yet uh i believe that they are slightly intimidated by our walls but how long have the walls been here They've been here for a long time. It's just been a preventative, just general... The, the gates used to be open consistently. Um, Creighton has... <laughs> we've always worried about, you know, natural animals in the area. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, they're never... here in the middle of nowhere. There's there's terrifying things in the woods. It's important to have mm-hmm. walls. Yes. Yeah, especially if there's Novas in the woods. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> At this time, our concern is that they are going to try and and breach the walls if they are doing what we think they may be doing. Have you do you have any sort of idea of what kind of numbers there are? I um, suppose that's why we need a scouting mission. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're not certain on the numbers, unfortunately, not at this time. Uh, okay, but hopefully the scouting mission will reveal that. In due time. If we do fight um, tonight, we can. I, I have. I just learned a spell that I can try. Um, it would cause a werewolf to revert to its original form, and then we might be able to talk to it. Ooh. Um, it wouldn't. It wouldn't cure them, but we would have some time where they would have their mind back. That would be good. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I'm just afraid who would you catch? Well, won't know until we do it. And it is true that it would, like, harm them, which kind of sucks. <laughs> well, yes, but unfortunately, um, in times under duress, you sometimes have to be a little drastic. I need to pray for tomorrow. Change my spells. Okay, um... <laughs> Because I can cast Remove Curse now. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, fancy. Fancy. Um, okay, so we go to the priest, the temple mm-hmm. of Palor. Is that the only temple in town? Is that the... Yep, it's the only okay. temple in town. And it's it's pretty modest, um, obviously, compared to Hadley. Um, it's a very simple construct. Um, there's wooden pews, there's an altar, um, it's as nat- it's much natural light as allowed in as possible for a building. Um, they've got, you know, tall vaulted windows, and it's, it's, it's simple. It's nice. 
kind okay. of reminds you a little bit of, of some of the temples you've seen in Alvisteria. Okay. And there's people in there um, crying, praying, um, comforting each other. And you see a... One particular one stands out to you the most, I would think, Amira, is a small child, girl. Um, she's by herself for the most part. Uh, just closed, eyes closed and just holding her hands tight as she can and they're a little bit white. And it looks like she's praying, but it might be something else, you think. You kind of, you've uh, seen, with your travels with your mother, you've seen terrified children before. So this is a familiar sight to you. Um, I'm going to kind of separate from the group and go talk to the little girl. Bring Chester. <laughs> I think Nova has Chester. Um, I sit down uh, next to her. And uh, I just kind of wait. And just kind of watch just a little bit out of the corner of my eye to see if she notices or says anything. Okay. Well, I mean, and then at this point, your party would notice you break off if they wanted to approach with you or not. Should I bring Chester? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Amir's kind of indifferent if they want to join or not. And, um, she... Nat, Nat's going to stay back. She doesn't want to overwhelm her. Yeah. And uh, Amira is going to kind of lean down and is like, you, are you okay? And she opens her eyes and they're little baby blue eyes and she's oh, so cute it, and little lower lip is trembling. She goes, no. What's wrong? <laughs> My dog is missing. Oh, your dog is missing. Yes. Okay, um, when did it go miss? Amira's completely taken aback because she's expecting, like, the worst of the worst. Um, <laughs> what, how long ago did your dog go missing? Three days ago. Oh, no. Three days ago. He, he, he went with, with brother to the woods. Uh-huh. And and the my brother came back with Alfido. Oh, oh not Fido. I want Fido back. I uh you know what did Fido look like? He 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 was furry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and 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 he had he had um black fur uh-huh. and he stood this tall as she reaches as tall as she can reach on her tippy toes and, uh-huh. and and he's gone now and your brother came back without him yes what he, what did he say happened he said he went to go live on the farm up north but the farm was attacked wait <laughs> no let's backtrack what did your brother say happened to the dog? He went to go live at the farm, the farm up, north. up north. Well, you know, I'm sure Fido misses you very, very much. But why hasn't he come home? You know, <laughs> and I feel like Amir's not going to sugarcoat like, it. She she breaks out into ugly crying. And and Amir just kind of like places a hand on her back very awkwardly and is patting her like, there, there. She goes, you know, sometimes the cycle of life is just a little complicated. Okay? And you guys oh, hear that conversation. At that point. <laughs> she's, she's ugly crying. And, and sometimes Fido may return to you in another form. Amira, stop. Stop. Uh, You're not helping. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> she, Nat kneels in front of the, Nat kneels in front of the little girl and is like, hey, Hi. it's, it's okay. Everything dies. Nova's going to walk over. What? <laughs> this is not going too and, good. And when they do, they get their just reward. And I'm sure that your dog is happy right now and you'll see it someday. Make a persuasion roll. Everything dies. Jesus. <laughs> I love Nat's approach to this. She thirteen, and she's not too bad. She clutches onto your clothes as tightly as a little child can. Are you sure? 
Of course I'm sure. <laughs> and she just hugs you. <laughs> yeah, and I hug her back ugly. and I pat her and I make <laughs> it's comforting ugly. noises. It's ugly crying into <laughs> into Ned. <laughs> um, so I asked Brother Wyatt if there is a <laughs> hymnal for Songs of Pelor um, that I can peruse here. Uh, yes. Um, yes, I have some in my office. Here, let me stay right here. I'll go get them. Perfect. And he rushes um, around and he finally finds a book and comes back and hands it to you. And It's a hymnal of Pelor. Cool. Um, I'm not really familiar with Songs of Your Church. Uh, brother, can you, is there a particularly a favorite amongst your congregation that they might respond to if I try to get them all to sing it together? Oh, yes. About the um, light of the sun. He starts flipping through the hymnal and he goes, uh, uh, it's this one. And it's called, um, let the sun shine bright. Perfect. Um, I will, because this is really all I'm good at, go to the front of the, um, cathedral area here and um i will start singing it i'm just gonna wing it um and see if i can get um some of the other people who are here in the church to sing along with me uh make a performance roll with advantage i think as she does that i'm gonna do like a little bit of prestidigitation to kind of create like a um a little shower sparks behind her (laughs) okay i got a 16 You've made it a very glorious performance. Um, Nat, your child, your crying child, has stopped long enough to kind of... His sun shines. His sun shines. Perfect. You're just going to walk away from that. Finally, an adult comes and clients. And goes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She doesn't know. Oh, no, that's okay. Just... Don't tell your kids yeah. that their dead pet went to a farm up yeah, north. It doesn't work. No, I tried telling her, correcting her. She just wouldn't listen. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and, You're and she tries to distract the child by getting her to join in the song. And, and it's peaceful. You know, people are like, okay, yeah, we can live with this. This is, this is okay. And... <laughs> You know, it's it's actually really beautiful music. It's uh, Brother Wyatt joins in and he, and he sings in celestial, um, which Ooh. just it classy. It's classy and it, it just amplifies the beauty of the music. So uh, when the song is done, people are are thanking you profusely, Willow, for providing a performance fitting for Paylor himself. And uh, then they start talking about what needs to get done. Good. So you have successfully performance them to tears almost. My work here is done. (laughs) And uh, as the congregation leaves, um, well, no, they didn't leave because they haven't really technically done the vigil yet. But um, people are are coming into the church now. Um, Candles are being held out or handed out, not held out. Candles are being passed out. Um, and some people, some of the children are holding bits of what looks to be like paper. And they have like a weird ring attached to the bottom of it. Um, and they're just waiting for the service to start. Uh, you guys keep off to the side, I'm assuming, while Wyatt talks or find some sitting places mm-hmm. uh, where you can and and Wyatt preaches to them and he tells them, you know, basically the cover, he covers that, you know, it's going to be okay. We've got help. Our Jarl is looking after us and Paylor is guiding us. Uh, we hold this ceremony in remembrance of those who have fallen and those who have lost with the hopes and prayers that they find peace in the afterlife if they cannot be brought home to us. Um, the entire time the vigil's going on, I think Amir's going to be kind of scanning the crowd to see if just something pops out to her. Okay. You know. Um, make an investigate check. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, perception? Uh, perception check? Yeah. Sorry, dude. That's a I 17. Forgot, I forgot my words. That's fine. 17. Um, <clears throat> you notice a couple people who walked in after the service got started, and it's the Jarl. You think he stepped in because he didn't want to draw attention to himself? 
Um, and he's listening to Wyatt preach uh, about hope, and it's going to turn around and be okay. okay. As long as people are persevering as well as they do. So that's basically the rest of the, the rest of the night. Um, after the service is done, people go out, the children light the rings on their paper bags, and they float to the sky. Um, you can hear howling off in the distance, but it doesn't sound like they are approaching the walls. Okay. Uh, Wyatt offers to feed you before patrol starts. Sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are fed. Uh, it is thoroughly dark now. Um, and you join the walls? Do you go outside of the walls? Did or we just get walk our the town? Yeah, did we go to the walls? Oh, yeah, you, I'm sorry. You've had time to go and get your equipment. I'm just going to fast okay. forward through that. So do you pay just or in do case you use the waiver? Um, Amira is going to get her quarter staff dipped in silver. Oh, smart. Yeah, you get the you can get the tips dipped in silver because it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Definitely. I'm going to get my um, longsword silvered also. Yeah. Would it cover up the rainbow on my sword? You don't need to worry about your sword. Okay. Yeah, since your sword is magic, it's it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can I get my like crossbow tips? Yeah, your bolts tipped in tipped in silver. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. It does not take long for you guys to get that done. I will pay the blacksmiths the one hundred gold to. Um. Katie did my sword. Okay. Silver. Okay. Now I have a permanent silver long sword. Heck yeah. Fancy. <laughs> and your patrol starts, and that's where we're going to finish. Righteous. For today. So next time we'll pick it up with patrol duty. Ooh. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter or on Tumblr at Roll Like a Girl. To listen to this podcast, we can be found on iTunes or also on Simplecast at rolllikeagirl.simplecast.fm. We look forward to seeing what next week's adventures may bring. Until then, may the dice be ever in your favor.